Hello everybody here. My name is Ben Yuko and I am the president of the Zone 3 organization. And I would love to present you my community space on Zone 3 podcast media. So if you are very interested in hearing about sports, IT, and entertainment, let's hear these words. Ladies and gentlemen, Alright guys, hello Ben Yuko Alright guys, my name is Ben Yuko I'm with the podcast, Joe Wanty Podcast Media here We got a lot of things, we got plenty of things to talk about I'm going to just do this in a short time Because we got day two Day two of the um, Target Black History Month virtual experience Going on tonight So, I am... What I have give you a, a, my personal take on the first day of the Target experience, and let me just pull that information. Let me just get that information pulled up here on my my computer. So we're gonna get this thing under roll and under of doing things and getting ready to go. So we're gonna I'm gonna go over some of the important important people that was on yesterday. So yesterday. We had the head of FUBU yesterday, and before that, they had an all-attendee networking event. So tonight, they're going to have Dasha, uh, Dara Tree Sender, head of global marketing, and communicate at Petron. So black careers are going to have a big thing going on here. So let me just go through... The important schedule tonight. So, the music's gonna start at six thirty. So that's gonna be going on to that's gonna be going on today. They actually moved the one-on-one networking event up, so they have the presentation. Networking's going on tonight, and then they have the round table coming up, the the technology round table. So that they got a big one coming up at eight o'clock. The HBC technology round table. So that. Should be big. And then tomorrow, they have music with the Central Park 5, networking. We got career coaching, social hours. They're going to they're gonna have a lot going on. And let me just give you my personal take on the Target get company, this event that they had yesterday. 
we can talk about that is a whole nother section to talk about politics behind that. I just want to talk about the the blacks that are doing this entire thing. It's great that they're showing talent. They're actually showing their thing. And they have they had that round table discussion yesterday. And you can learn a lot from this from these things, other discussions going on yesterday. So please, if they have time, go on go to app.hopin.com and then look at the events and then look for the Target Lab Black History reception. So you gotta look at that and see what's going on. So it's gonna be a big event so going on. So please go out there and support that. So I'm so excited to hear the Black Creators event tonight. So I want to get that one really see what they're gonna bring to the table and see what they really, really, really want to see come up. So that's why. I am a big up on the big fan of seeing that gone. Yes, that everybody knows. Everybody's gonna ask me, but why? Why would I just want you to hear black creators? I want you to see black people do. This is the essence of a black tech media. I just promote black people, but I also give you sports and I give you music, sick and stuff, as entertainment. So, I got a lot of that. I got some plenty of that coming up. Um, discussions like that coming up soon. So, in-depth discussions coming up. So, I want to get that going. So, that's my take on the Target Lab Black History Month Part 1. Okay. Let's get into this Megan Mustallion case. It's from TMZ last night, and they came out yesterday. Is Megan Megan Stallion recently sounded about Tory Lanez alleged shooting her, and now he wants to level, well, the playing field and speak his mind. A judge has ordered Lanez to keep his lips sealed about the information until he gets prosecuted in his case, and, and also bar him from contacting Megan on social media. But in a new court filing. Finally, he said that that is totally unfair. Oh, it is totally unfair. It's absolutely unfair. Because for the fact that Megan can talk whatever she wants, she has free range to have a conversation about Tory Lane. Um, Tory Lane to have a conversation To about having this problem resolved by themselves before he speak and have his mind spoken to to have different perspective, but all of a sudden Megan gets to have a what what is making Megan so uh, above everybody? But now together it goes back to the phony Megan's Mustallions protect black women movement again and, and another scam. That just could be run and be used. And that woman has no credibility on any of this stuff. Because first of all, when you look at the pictures of, and they just released the pictures of Megan Mustallion and her and her leg. They just had a, a picture they just showed, they're showing, let me see on Instagram. Okay, they are, so this is her wrap leg that Megan have. So they also have look look at this. 
And then she has that little... Right leg. Her leg is going so fine when she was walking. I, 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 find, I, find, it, I find it amazing that Megan is telling us that they shot her out of the leg. Where are the bullets? I want to see the actual bullets. I don't see no, I don't see a lot of, I don't see blood. I don't see a lot of blood. All you see is that, that. She had her little. Hello. Cone, cone, cone on her leg. You don't see the bullet, you see the cone. I find it funny why Megan's, they haven't asked her, hey, tell Megan, hey, you need to have your feet amputated because you, you have, or had some, put some medicine on it because you don't take care, you don't take care of your feet. Hey, but I know, I know Megan will never tell her fans that, hey girls, you need, hey ladies, we should have, guys like to see our feet. So you need to take, you need to go and take care of your, you need to take care of your feet. Well, is she going to tell her fans that? Hell no. Hmm. <laughs> I know a real female will. I find it amazing. So hypocritical. To see that all go in play. Okay. So, Lane said he's particularly muffed about what went down last week with Enormously reports began circulating the charges against Tory Lane were dropped. No, they weren't. Megan responded on social media saying, At this point, I'm getting annoyed. Stop believing everything you read on the mother effing internet. Imagine how I feel walking every day, seeing people lie and turn my trauma into a drug. The whole team figured out ways to create doubt with my story every week, and the media eats it up. Um, you can't tell people how what they can and cannot post. You can never tell. If you don't like it, don't don't listen to it. According to Lane, Megley instated that he he and his illegal team had something to do with the bogus report, therefore mar marginalizing their integrity. So you tell him <clears throat> instigated instigated. Are you telling me that marginalizing their integrity? Whatever. That is all bullshit. Megan also commented, I can't wait till the mother effing facts come out. Bitch, you shot me and my story is not changing. And bitch, you go to jail. Your story has changed. Megan's story has changed so many times. They, they shot her. We just showed you. We just showed you the photos on her social, on, that came out on social media. Why? Why are they not actually giving you actual evidence to the story? Oh, that's right. Because Megan's just a scammer. A scam, 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 scam. And she's lying. About what everything that happened. So, and she just keeps talking and keeps talking until the case goes on under fault. <laughs> it's all a scam, guys. Megan's Protect Black Woman movement always gets into scam, 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 and it's more scams. It never ends. So. Well, another before we get to the Minnesota Twins, we gotta talk about the big, big, big thing about Major League Baseball that just came out 
and my attention of news that nobody got um, elected into the Hall of Fame. No one. No one. That's it. No one got elected for the Hall of Fame. Because in order to get into the Hall of Fame, you have to have have over over seventy five percent of the votes. So you have to you have to have a real backing towards. So that's like a really 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 tough. Scenario. So, and then they also add, and it also came out here too after that. So you got Kurt Schilling at seventy-five. So they need seventy-five percent of the vote need for election. So, so that's why that's why we're looking at. That is actually a tough. Tough, tough call for for Major League Baseball, but at least Coach Schilling could have got in there this year, and they could have gotten more votes for that. But you also you also do you also know that he doesn't want to be in the 2022 ball. But, and that will be his tenth and final eligibility year, so it's it's really tough. So that's a lot. So that's always tough. So nobody got in the major league baseball t- tournament for this year, for this year. So that's. Actually, gonna be a really, really, a uh, really tough call. But I did, I did wanted to talk about the AEW awards. I just recently found out about this award show that they're having. Um, this AEW awards. So, so I it is great to see. Let's go through all the nominees and what. See what they very, 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 very well. So they got. So we're gonna go through la. We're gonna go through the best mic moment. Okay, the nominees are MJF. We deserve better. Cody Rhodes accepted Doc Howard man. John Moxley said the Inner Circle Invitational. Brandy Rose confront Jay Cargill and Ori Cassidy debates Chris Jericho. Oh, this is a really, really good, really, really good one. Okay. I have to go with, I have to go with, this. With, if I really, really want to pick, I'll say Brent wins. I got to say, Brandy Rose for confronts. Jay, Jay Cargill. Oh, that was a great, great, great. And then another one, Orin Cassidy versus Chris Jericho. But the one I'm going to stick with, Brandy Rose confronted Card. Yeah. 
biggest surprise. Matt Hardy debuted. Jake the Snake Roberts confronted Cody Rhodes. Brody Lee arrived as exhausted one. Mira um, revealed as the best man in Sting AEW. Sting. It has to be Sting. 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 Breakout star male. Dar Darby Allen. Oh yeah, Darby Allen has to be the the winner at this. I hope it has to be it has to be Darby Allen. Breakout star um star female. Oh. I got to go with Sheeta on this one. Sheeta is definitely one, but also I'll go with Big Swell because but also also and th this one's tough too. Be too. So biggest beat down. All the night fam nightmare family in the inner circle beat down. Oh yeah, that was a good one too. So. And it's still going to attack Orange Cassidy. These, these two are one of my favorites. That's a tough one to call. Ray Phoenix, that one. I agree with that one. Hardest moment to clean up after. Oh, no, 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 no. The parking lot match. One of my favorite matches. That was one of the greatest AEW matches in 2020. Has to be. Big what the F moment. Cody Rhodes' Steel Cage Musa. Oh, yeah. That has to be one of my favorites. <laughs> I also like that Sam Guevara, but I think Cody Rhodes' Steel Cage moment. What the hell? And I'll say, I do like the, I do, I'm going to say, I'd say Young Bucks kick MJ. I think that's the one I like. Back 12 far. So I can't. I. The best paperweight moment of the year. Oh. They said Stampede match. That's one. I have to say. I also have to say. The Young Bucks. Match has to be one of my for my the stamp, but everybody goes on the stamp because that was also really good too, because they had a really good tag team match. But then the stampede match, that was one of the best pay per view moments of the year. That's but my opinion, that is it was really good. But if I really want to break it down without the thing, without the stampede thing. I'll say the Young Bucks winning the AEW Tag Team Championship. If I was really without the Stampede. But if you put the Stampede, then it would be the best. One of the best match. And then you go to John Moxley winning against Jericho. That was also good. These were This was also great, great, great award shows to see. So I already went over that award show. Uh, all right, let's see what we got going on.
So let's say. Okay. And then we also got that big match coming up too. The Good Brothers versus Private Party coming up. I think. I think that that whole scenario should be actually really good for. Um, private, um, for a private party, but my, but I, but I'll say the Good Brothers will win at the end, but they both will give you, both teams are going to give you a great tag team match, so that's my uh, personal opinion on that issue. I got a lot. I think, I think I covered almost everything. Uh, oh, one more thing I want to talk about. The new Twins player, the Simon Inc. one-year $10 million deal. Okay? Many Minnesota Twins have been waiting for a big splash signing from the front office this season. They signed deal with Jay Hyper and somebody else not quenching thirst for fans in off a quiet winter in most of the Major League Baseball. Uh, to, uh, tonight, Twins fans can rejoice. Shortstop, Audrey Ailton, Simmons and the Minnesota Twins are in agreement on a one-year, year, $10.5 million to contract sources of the deal. And now they finalize the deal. So they basically finalized the entire whole deal. So I am so impressed of the of the Twins. So let me let me just break it down. What I think. Who let's let's. Let's look at let's look at the let's look at the let's look at the depth charts. I think we should look at the Twins depth chart for this year. Who I think should be how I think should be the most important desktop. So I'll say So he'll be pinched. He'll be a pinched shortstop. So what what we could do is Garver should be the catcher, Snow first, Luis second, Rooker at third. They got Lamonte Wade, but they also could put. That could be a flip-flop. Um, Brian Buxton and Kepler. But we definitely should see... And then Donaldson should be the... Um, should be the DH. So that should be actually something really, really good. So I am so predictable to see... The Twins do good this year. So... So I am ready to see Minnesota do actually very, very well in the Twins lineup. And then we now we got that Happer. He should be a relief pitcher. And we also got Barrows, Medina, Rain, Doback. But we really got to get some strong, strong, strong relief pitching. So that's why. So I'm, I'm ready to see the Twins do well this year. So 
I just think that that is one of the things we should be looking at at the Minnesota Twins for this year. So that's my projection on the team. So I got pretty much nothing left for you guys to cover for, for you guys. So it's Ben Yuko. And that's it for the podcast of the episodes of this week. So don't get, get forget we're going to have more interviews coming up with the, with some great, great people from the networking event. So that will all come up tomorrow. So you have on a whole we get tomorrow. Social hour. We'll, I'll probably be more on that social hour. So that will be a good discussion. So it's going to be a good, good night. So that's all I got for you guys tonight. All right. Take good care. All right. Bye-bye.